Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. What's weird is that I'm not creepy. I just think my nine-year-old next-door neighbor is hot. That's all. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's so beautiful. I like that one. Yeah, I like the blue. Maybe yeah. I'll get that blue painted in, in my arcade room that I'm working on. That one there, just he looks swollen in that one, don't you think? Well, you know, not all artists are created equal. It's true. This might be one of my favorites. Passing a fake 20. Well, they spelled 20 right, though. It ought to be like T-R-E-N-N-Y, 20. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he certainly is resting. I'm glad that people can't hear me. Jesus. I'd get roasted. Boy, we'd be in big, big trouble. Hey, um, so how was your uh, coffee this morning? You know what? It was very, very enjoyable. The correct answer was hot. But was... <sighs> Sorry. At first, I thought they spelled it wrong, but they didn't. You know, I'm always asking you questions. You never, you know. Ask you, you a question? Me. Yeah, you never care. Hold on. I honestly, I don't have anything to ask you. Oops. I need to get some new underwear. Deep Thoughts by Boomer Bob. Hey, everybody. Boomer Bunker Prime Time. Thank you for being here. Uh, I'm Boomer Bob, and John is must be trying to bite his toenails. I talked earlier about biting my toenails, and I think he's trying it out. I'm not sure where he went. Hey, so did you make it? This isn't right. Hold on. There we go. That's better. Well, yeah, you're alpha. I'm beta bomb. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I was trying to type Beto, like, because I interrupt, like, important meetings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Catch that, where he did that. Beto, I did. Oh, what an asshole. I have the video if you want what to see prick. it. I already saw it, but if I if you want should to share we, it with the rest of people. Should I share it with the rest of the class? Eh, I mean, yeah, if you brought enough for everybody, then yes. I think I did. Here we go. Line and an embarrassment. Hey, hey, after, hey, sit down. Right 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 no, no he should get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to the soul. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Sounds like, uh, I don't know. But you know what What I noticed through this whole thing? Everybody's got their cameras up. Look, look at them all. If don't have those like you, why don't you get out of here? You can't even hear what he's saying. It doesn't matter. This, what you're seeing here right here is a man committing political suicide. I thought he did that when he ran last time, the last two times. Hmm. So anyhow. What a prick. Yeah, he comes in. And again, I, uh, I guess we're getting into it. Thoughts it's and up, prayers first. Thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, thoughts and prayers. Uh, I don't think it's enough anymore. 
to be honest with I, you. When I saw the photos, you know, normally when I hear the thoughts and prayers and our hearts go out to each one of the victims and the members of the family, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just so stale because they do it so often. But then I, I seen the uh, photos of these kids and the, was it two women? Two teachers. Like I thought, it's, it's like, I, I felt the tear coming. I mean, you know, I don't usually get like, a, you know, emotionally involved in this stuff. Yeah, it's, it makes you sick to the pit of your stomach. Well, it drives me to drink, John. Yeah. The thing is, you'll never get used to this. Never get used to this. And the fact that somebody thought, I can't even imagine what evil it takes to go into an elementary school and start shooting little kids. I, I can't. It's unimaginable. But it did happen. Uh, the horrific scene that must have been in there. And then the fact that when the 911 call went out, that the Border Patrol has an office near there, that these guys sprinted. They sprinted into this school. The one guy that engaged him, he saw that he had a bulletproof vest on. So he knew that just people shooting at him in his chest wouldn't work. So he went in there, and he's a sharpshooter from the Border Patrol. Nice. And he ended up taking them down. His uh, hat took a bullet too, from what I've read in the did. news. They have like a photo of his hat and it's got like a bullet grazing it. Yeah, he's very, you know, he's very, very lucky that he didn't die. But yes. I mean, he would have died doing a heroic act. Here we go. And adding here, their, their kids, kids, their kids were attending the school. Yeah, one of, one of the deputies' um, children were killed. I, I, again, oh, I didn't know that. It's when I first heard it, it was 11 dead. Then it was 14, and now it's 19, 19 and there's still, and there's still people in the hospital in, in critical condition. So we don't even know how this is going to get. And again, the first thing that happens is that everybody jumps up on their soapbox, and they try to get their political licks in. And to me, it's almost as disgusting as the act of the shooter because there's we didn't even let the the, 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 the bodies weren't even cold yet, and they're already calling for you know, gun control and banning guns. And then the other side is, uh, you know, there's there. And it's not that they're defending the right to, to be, but what they're doing is they're trying to say that this isn't going to work. All right. For the simple fact that the kid is not allowed to have a handgun until he's 21. He was 18. Right. Right. I'm not going to announce his name in here. I'm going to do my best not to, you know, I have a lot of stories about what, what his life was, what it was like. And none of this is – you can't make – and would never make a joke, even try to make a joke about this. But the horrificness of this and then the pundits that are jumping on social media, to me, which I, I find more and more every day is a cancer. Twitter is a cancer. I mean, if Elon Musk took that and, and bought it and just shut it down and did away with it, this world would be a better place for it. It'd make it – to where the only way you could use Twitter is if you bought a Tesla and it'd be built onto the you know touchscreen. Yeah. yeah, maybe. That was a joke. Uh, and again, I understand that people have the right, they have the right to go in there and make horrible, despicable thing, you know, statements. They have the right. And then we can also go back at them. But, you know, it takes up a lot of energy inside you. I don't engage anymore on the internet as far as... And debates like that, anything to do with politics or anything in the news, I'll, I'll debate you about something on the podcast or something, or, you know, we're goofing on each other, 
but that's different. That's a back and forth between you and I as somebody that I interact with on a regular basis, not uh, some stranger I don't even know and disagree with politically and everything else. There's just no point in it. No point. Right. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not changing mine. What are we doing here? Yeah. Going back to Beto, he, and he, he said, it's time to stop the next shooting. It's the time to stop the next shooting is now and you're doing nothing. He yelled at the uh, governor. Now he's running against governor Abbott in the, the governor gubernatorial race coming up in November. And the mayor of the city said, I can't believe you. I can't believe that you're a sick son of a bitch that would come in to a deal like this to make a political issue. Uh, the majority of Texas is not reflected by that governor or those people around the table who talk about mental health care and say that this is pure evil but that it is completely unpredictable, says O'Rourke. I think he committed political suicide last night. I'm sure that some people from the far left agree with him, I guess. How do you walk into a, a news conference like that when all this is, and they're just trying to get information out and start blaming the governor for somebody that walked into a school and just started shooting kids? It's a reprehensible. I don't know. I think anybody that would actually vote for Robert O'Rourke actually thinks what he did was a good thing. So you uh, play to your your voters, I guess, whatever. I don't know. I think it took balls to do what he did. I really think that in, in uh, O'Rourke's head, he thought he was doing the right thing. I think he's a complete fucking moron and an asshole for doing what he did because now is not the time to do that. But no. I think in his empty head. Right. If anybody knows about his background, I'm not going to go into it, but it's pretty just lame, lame. The guy's an idiot. Well, he married money and yes. he's failed at just about every election that he's ever been in. He almost took out Ted Cruz in the other. Well, I shouldn't say that. I don't, I don't know how close. Well, he's had a hard on for guns since day one of right. his political career, I guess you'd say. Right. The, the eldered old demented uh, chief in the white house he said one time beto i'm gonna need you to go get the guns i'm gonna make you in charge of that thank god he didn't do it well that's what's wrong you're supposed to eat your vegetables not elect them correct now listen i understand that everybody it's an emotional time you see something like this you can't believe it your heart breaks for the families it's destroyed families that they'll never be the same in that town of course and, uh, and people, they, they get out over their skis. The coach of the Golden State Warriors, were, were, they were in Dallas to take on the Mavericks for the NBA Finals, the championship. And he came out after they, he saw this and had a press conference. And he was pretty emotional. And he's, yeah. he's somebody that's anti-gun. He's, he's well-respected, too. Yeah, here it is. Not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and 
offering condolences to to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on HR 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. You realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. Alrighty. And so I, had I commend him. His, I guess you say presentation, was the only one that I actually felt like I was like, man, like this dude, he's genuine. Everybody else that I've heard, every, every reporter, cop that was at the scene, whatever, it, it all feels just cookie cutter, stale, same old shit. His was the only genuine reaction to this that I've seen. And while I don't necessarily agree with him or disagree with him, I don't know enough about that. What was it called? The uh, what do you call it? HR eight. Yeah, it's for background checks. And yeah, but they're okay. I've bought guns. I had to have background check done. Now, do they mean like a more in depth, a, a longer waiting period? I, I mean, think they're talking about like gun shows and and private sales, I stuff like that. Totally don't. I, I have brought that up, and I didn't know that it was called the gun show rule. My first gun that I bought, I bought off of a guy that I knew very well, and I just gave him a hundred bucks for it, and he gave me the gun and uh, a bunch of rounds of ammo, and that was it. And I'm like, I don't have to go to the courthouse or nothing, and you know, register this and my name or anything. Nope. Well, I don't like that. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, not to seem like I'm a fucking Democrat here, but I think that should be brokered by a licensed gun dealer. They pay them 25 bucks, whatever they file the fucking paperwork and you, you get a background check. No, I agree with it. And listen, there's a lot of stuff that look, we all agree that these shootings have to stop. We all agree. We just disagree on how to do it. And I'd like to get well, into that today. Background if checks. Could. I mean, the kid at Sandy hook, he got his parents gun out of a safe or something. So, yes. you and know, he, shot I mean, his, the, he just killed his mother and then he went. Right. And then so, this, this guy, this guy yesterday shot his grandmother. She's Grandma still alive. Yeah. And uh, he drove off in a truck. He doesn't have a driver's license. And he don't own a vehicle. He drove off in a truck and he can't drive. Oh. And he crashed a truck. 
And well, then I was he jumped asking, out of the truck and, and made it to the school. I was asking the wife, well, he just bought two ARs, allegedly, and uh, 375 rounds of AR ammo, which those are close to a buck a round. So he probably dropped about 300 bucks just on the ammo and probably anywhere from 1400 to two grand on the ARs. And I was like, well, because it said in the in the article, well, he's unemployed. But then it later said that he quit a job at Wendy's two weeks prior. Yeah. So that's Listen, where uh, we'll get into We'll get into him a little bit later because I have a bunch of I have a story basically on a timeline that went, went down and what kind of childhood he had. And it wasn't good. There was a lot of red flags with this kid. For me, if we go back, we look at the, the shooting in the, the uh, grocery store. What was it last Saturday? New York has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. Yes. And that guy went in there and shot him up. The subway shooter, New York City, you can't have a gun. You can't. You're not allowed to have a gun. Right. He shot him. The, well, they even have a sign that has a gun on it with a ring around it with a line through it. I know. Well, maybe the Apparently guy that doesn't work very well. No, it doesn't. And then you had the shooting in California in the church. And California have some of the strictest gun laws mm-hmm. in the nation. So we don't need more gun laws. We don't. We need to be able to protect ourselves and our children from predators like this. And the only way to do this is to make changes to the school and arm the teachers and fuck anybody that wants to tell me, I don't want teachers armed in my school. Well, do you want this? Do you want this? Uh, you, tr- you get teachers that want to do it. You get teachers that, that want to be trained. You train them in tactical. You put them in these schools. And I'll tell you right now, if cowards will not they go to the place of least resistance now texas is an open carry state and 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 i think you need a permit to conceal carry but the places you're not allowed to carry in the state of texas is in a school school is this gun-free zone and this kid knew it he knew there wasn't going to be anybody in there with a gun and that's why he went there and there's ways to make it where you put bulletproof glass in the front of the school i mean at the front door and then you have to buzz them in and then there's a 20 Make it make it 25, 25 feet. So they, they come in and then you can take a look at you can do something, you can look at him, talk to him, and then that's bulletproof glass. And if he he can't give you or, or if he looks shady, shady or something, you don't let him in. You don't let him in. And then you what you do is you lock the doors on both sides, you call the police. Let the police deal with it. And it's not that hard, and it doesn't cost that money. If we can send $40 billion over to Ukraine. We could take a couple billion dollars and make these schools safer for these kids to get to be in there. And then the other thing is we can do too, is we can take these, uh, we can take the doors and make them where they can't open the doors. They make an alarm and the teachers run right over and they put this thing on the door and they cannot get the door open. And then the teachers there's, can get in the back of them. There's, there's so many things that they could do for minimal amount of money to, to, to protect these kids. And they will not do it. I do not know why, Go ahead, but man. the thing is that this morning, Parents were taking their kids to school and dropping them off with a sick feeling in their stomach that could could somebody else copycat this now? Could my kids be next? Uh, they're out buying backpacks that have Kevlar in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these kids go to school and they wear their backpacks packs not on their back. They wear them in the front so the, so the chest is protected. And it's sickening. And I don't know what else to say about it. But we don't need more gun laws because one thing the criminals don't worry about is gun laws. And I don't know how how much we have to pound this into the people's heads. You're not going to get rid of the guns. I wouldn't want to get rid of the guns anyhow, especially at this time. I'll bet cash that that school was a gun free zone and it was clearly stated on a sign somewhere. Yeah. 
It definitely know, was. There was a, I think it was a mayor from some town in Massachusetts, something like that. Did you catch that tweet? He was telling everybody that his schools, I guess he has nine schools, nine public schools. So it's not a very big town. And they all have a gunshot alert, some kind of a gunshot alert system that when it hears a gunshot, it does everything out. Now, I don't know if it locks doors automatically or anything like that, but it alerts the cops, whatever. So I think that's a good direction to go. Come up with the thing that locks doors or, or so I've, I've got a thing here. There's, here's a common denominator. What do you see as a common denominator here? They're young kids with bad haircuts. They're all young and they're all males. Okay. Yes. Our greatest they... public health emergency, the angry young American male. That's what they're saying. This is the of course New York it is. Post. This is the New York Post. Of course, because that's what they want. They want the, the, because it, they're trying to de- demasculate the men. Now look at those. I mean, if you just look at those kids, the ones the kids, guys, young men that went in there and did their shooting, you could take a look at every one of them and say that you know what, there's something not right there. Most of the way by the haircut. Hey, I had just long saying. hair when I was that age. Put that picture back up again. That's going to take a second. That's all right. I mean, you take a look at those haircuts, and you're telling me that that's it ain't there's not something wrong. Okay, so we need to go to all cuts by us and all these haircutteries and say no more of these kind of haircuts. Run it up. The kid on the right, look at that hair. Cut right me a break. Here? Yeah, him. Oh, he's Asian. I understand he's Asian, but I mean, can't you do something? There's something we could do that. And the kid underneath him, the one that shot up Sandy Hook. That's Adam Lanza. I know. I don't like to use their names. Ah, fuck it. You know, I'm Parkland, that he's dude. Anyway, isn't he? Just take a look at those ears. That has a uh, deliverance. I mean, when that kid walks around, there should be a banjo following him playing music. Yeah. Another painful part of this. You know, as if, you know, grieving and, you know, and worrying about where your country's going and all that shit isn't enough. <sighs> I look up the TV and who do I see? David fucking hog. Oh, of course. I uh, brought that cock slobber back to light. Pardon my language, y'all, but I just, now, no love. He, he was a very disturbed kid. He came from a background. His mother and father were in and out of, uh, his father was in and out of jail. His mother had a drug problem, a drinking problem, and now he's dead. Well, we need to start to recognize certain things that we have made normal and totally okay. And if not even that, calling it beautiful, bold, and brave, we need to start, you know, recognizing it as potential mental illness. Oh, it's, it's definitely that. I'm not trying to say that everybody who is in the alphabet community has that problem is a, a mentally ill, but there's some in there just because you identify in that in the alphabet community does not mean oh well no problems there they're just different i i agree they are not immune to maybe needing a little evaluation well this kid definitely did they talked to his mother's boyfriend he said he didn't have many friends occasionally a friend came over right uh but noted last time he saw a friend come over was about six months ago i never expected him to do what he did he's quiet kept to himself most of the time I really only had a handful of conversations with him. He stayed to himself. I really didn't have a relationship with him. He didn't talk much. He was a loner. He stayed in his bedroom, was unassuming, and a punching bag. He liked hitting a punching bag uh, when he was watching TV. He had an argument with his mother over Wi-Fi. 
and then he moved in with his grandmother. And uh, he apparently was bullied in school for clothing because his family was poor. The kid stopped by the house about a week ago to pick up some pizza, and he was on good terms with his mother. So school uniforms might have helped. I guess, if if you can afford that. They were in the process of evicting the mother over drug use in the days before Tuesday's killing spree. And in the morning of the shooting, one neighbor told the news channel that he witnessed uh, the kid arguing with the grandmother, claiming he was angry that he didn't. The grandmother was angry that he didn't graduate. Yeah, I just read he was a dropout. I didn't mm-hmm. catch, catch anything else. I'm like, well, that's a nice thing to call him. You Apparently, know? his grandmother was fighting over a cell, cell phone bill. And then uh, he opened fire. His grandmother screamed, he shot me, he shot me. And then he zoomed down the street, crashing his pickup truck before embarking on a killing spree. Well, there was also, if it's okay that I address this at this time, now Meta, I guess, alerted the authorities. For those who don't know, that's what Facebook calls itself now. And apparently there were three non-public posts that he made. One that says, I'm going to kill my grandmother. One that says, I just shot my grandmother. And then the third said, I'm going to shoot up a school or, or something of that sort. Yeah, but he did it. He just did it the day of. I mean, they say that the last one was posted 15 minutes before he did it. So I'm not sure how you do all that that fast. I guess it happened pretty quickly. Oh, you, again, you have the app on your phone. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe that's why he crashed. He was on his phone. Well, you don't know how to drive, too. That was the other reason. He didn't have a driver's license. So I don't know how many times he was had a chance to drive a car. Yeah. And then again, we don't know a whole lot. I mean, think no. bits and pieces are coming in and we won't know the real story for like a week or two until they can have an investigation. And that's well, why it pisses me off that AOC and Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke and all are jumping up and down. We, we don't even know what happened yet. Duchess says the school fence was only four foot. Jesus oh, really? Christ, I can get over that. Yeah, mine's only four foot. For it's some a video reason, camera the, the image that I seen it, it was on uh, it was on TV when I seen it, and it, it just it went by real quickly. How they do so? Yeah, I would love to live in a gun free world, but well, I, yeah, I think it's only fair that if we give up our guns, that the government has to give up theirs. Well, that's not gonna, you know, that's gonna. No, and that's again, again with the crimp, so therefore with, we need to remain armed. Exactly. Well, Bob, you know what? I want to. <laughs> I have to share something with you. I'm going to move to, to a different topic. One thing you don't want to do is go into a, a concealed carry classroom and try to steal a gun from one of the people taking the class. Who the hell did that? Uh, this gentleman here in the yellow and black jacket right here. Yes. I don't know if you can see him. He is rifling through a backpack. The students were taking a break in the classroom when Mr. Payton entered the room and began rifling through a bag which contained a handgun that belonged to one of the students. So he's like, Hey man, that's my backpack. So the guy looks up and, and, and says, Hey, he's got my backpack and he's rifling through my backpack. Does he not think everybody there's on bag was able to prevent the gun from being stolen. And Mr. Payton was escorted out of the classroom at that time. An employee spoke to Mr. Payton for several minutes, trying to figure out what he was doing in the gun range. All right. So they called the police. And they're escorting this guy out of the building. And the police pull up. A short time later, another employee called police to report the attempted grand larceny. Three employees escorted Mr. Payton outside of the business. Oh, you see the one police officer trying to tell him to get up against the car. Yep. 
All right. And then all of a sudden. Waited for officers to arrive. What's he doing? He's resisting arrest. So he's resisting arrest. He goes into his pocket and he has a screwdriver. So when and his partner instructed Mr. Payton to stay. Now, he struck an officer twice. The officer goes down. Notice the instructors coming out. Well, I also noticed the other officer drew his damn weapon. Right. Now he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, five people drawn at this point. He knew he that he up. fucked up. Control vehicle. Does he get Mr. shot? Payton ignored those instructions and started to walk away while hiding his right hand in his jacket pocket. Officers attempted to grab Mr. Payton, but he pulled away and still refused to listen to the officers. <laughs> to grab Mr. Once again, to gain control of him. That this was time, Mr. Payton clip, pulled right? away and produced a screwdriver from his pocket and violently attacked the officers. Mr. Payton made several overhand strikes with the screwdriver towards one of the officer's head and neck area. Mr. Payton was able to stab one officer during his violent attack. As the injured officer fell to the ground, Officer Wynn and three employees of the business Looks like more than discharged three. their firearms, striking Mr. Payton. So he's dead. Officers immediately summoned medical personnel but Mr. Payton succumbed to his injuries at the scene. Yep. He shot him 14 times. <laughs> Apparently they were a good so shot. It has a uh, happy ending, at least. Anyway, it does have an ending. happy One ending. fucking asshole on the planet. All right. My question to the Democrats that are screaming for gun control, what about your mantra of defund the police? What about that? I mean, can we now say that we need more police? Can we now say that that experiment of defunding the police and getting well, social workers and all this other shit? Well, they've kind of screwed that up, didn't they? With, I mean, in the last two years, all these cops that have, they're like afraid to do their job now. Of course they are. And that's the ones that didn't already quit and find other work as giving private gun handling classes and things like that. There's a lot of cops that just quit and they went into business doing other things, open their own security business, that kind of stuff. Sure. Well, our uh, demented-in-chief today does what he does best, stepped on his dick. Uh, He signed an executive order where he promised he would usher in the most significant police reform in decades. It's all a dog and pony show. Right. The second anniversary. Zero results. Right. Uh, With Congress deadlocked, Biden said he was using the powers of the presidency to advance his campaign promise and deliver police accountability and reform that is real and lasting. The executive order signed on Wednesday directs the federal agencies to revise the use of force policies, banning tactics such as chokeholds and restricting practices like no knock warrants and promoting de-escalation techniques. Now, I agree with every one of those things that he said. Does that go for the FBI too? Yes. Yes. Doubt it. Now, this is where the thing goes astray. He calls for the creation of a new national standard for accrediting police departments, establishing a national database to track police misconduct, further restricts the transfer of military equipment to police departments, and requires agencies to implement new tools to screen for inherent bias among officers as well as recruits, including those who promote unlawful violence or harbor white supremacy views. Cut me a fucking break with this shit. I mean, come on. So now, I'm in other not, words, we're going to have even more cops quitting. Right. The order the president said is a measure of what 
we can do together to heal the very soul of this nation, to address profound fear and trauma that particularly black Americans have experienced for generations. Biden began his remarks by addressing the massacre of 19 children to teachers in Texas on Tuesday. We're here today for the same purpose to come together and say enough. Wednesday's actions will apply to more than 100,000 federal law enforcement officers, reflecting the delicate balance Biden has sought to strike on policing after promising to do everything in my power to address racism and excessive use of force. Civil rights groups and racial justice activists have pushed him to fulfill his pledge while Republicans, Republicans pounce on the concern over crime and had sought to cast Democrats as soft on crime. So here we are again. So now well, what do, he's trying to do. If he wanted to take a strike at racism, maybe he should, I don't know, tell all the, the billionaire assholes who own all the fucking media companies, both uh, social media and mainstream media, tell them to quit, I don't know, pushing the racism narrative. Because that that's would work. What, John, John. When's the last time you personally experienced racism? Now, I know you're a white man, so that's not a fair. I should also have somebody of color to ask as well. But when's the last time you experienced racism? Today, when you couldn't get your microphone to work and you were using. <laughs> Just kidding. Just I was kidding. I, I, I was calling my microphone that, not you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm kidding. I These are jokes. Call it that. I named it after that dog in that movie. Yes, yes. I just got to show you something real quick. So after the president signed the bill, this is Cory Booker taking a picture with uh, George Floyd's daughter. And then we got race baiter Al Sharpton behind him. And uh, that is like the who's who of assholes. Exactly. So, yeah, it's just disturbing. It really is disturbing. So that, that we got that going on. I mean, never let a crisis go to waste to uh, uh, extend your agenda. Well, you know who Greta Thunberg is, right? Sure. I think she was an autist, but she, when she was a mid-teenager, they made her a, a big climate change star. How, How dare, dare you? you? There it is. <laughs> well, she was captured uh, doing this song. How dare you? Yeah, shove your climate crisis up your ass. Exactly. We've been telling you that for years. I don't can't believe that when she turned 18, somebody released a blow up doll of her. Really? Is that true? True. That's disgusting. It is. I got another one here for you. This one, I wasn't sure where it was going, but it turned out all right. Now, this looks like to be a, a Native uh, American gentleman. Would you say? Gentleman? Well, I don't know if he's a gentleman, but Matt, a person, Native American person, right? Okay. Okay. Okay, America, that's enough. Just stop piling on Joe Biden, okay? Stop blaming him for everything, okay? Inflation, fine. Maybe it's partly him. Gasoline prices, fine. Blame him. But you cannot blame him for the baby formula shortage. No, because he drinks Ensure, not Infamil. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to give you... So you know, we had primaries here in the South yesterday. Did you? I didn't get a chance to make it to the polls. There was only one person I wanted to vote for anyway, and fuck it. So this was in Georgia. This is a, a new story out of Georgia regarding their election. To one voter who says her mother is unable to vote due to special circumstances, so she came out and voted for her in her absence, not voting for her mother, but at the 
Uh, walk it back, sweetheart. Did you catch what she said? Yeah, she voted. She couldn't. My mother couldn't vote, so she went in and voted for her mother, which but is illegal. Then, but then she walked it back. I mean, uh, uh, not that. That's not what. Okay, they said something that. that, that hold on. Unable to vote. She says it's just important to voice, have her voice heard, and exercise that right now. So apparently they were because Stacey Abrams, you know, the gap tooth idiot, she said that all the votes were being oppressed or, you know, suppressed or whatever. Voter suppression is a thing. They had something like 875,000 like early ballots cast. Mm -hmm. That was a, a record. It was it like was way above anything else ever seen there in that. And Why are they doing mail-in voting? Why is that still a thing? I don't know if it was like mail-in voting, but it was like early, early okay. ballots. I don't know. I don't know how you cast an early ballot. Did they? I've never gotten one in the mail, so I don't know. Only thing I've ever done, I've done the absentee ballot. I did that right. for Obama back in 08. Oh, okay. So, yes, I voted for Obama in 08. I think I did, too. Was I going to vote for McCain? And I, uh, I was worried about the other one. The nitwit from... Uh, Alaska. Palin. Sarah Palin. That's right. Now, what's right. the difference between a pit bull and a sucker mom? Lipstick. <laughs> fuck out of here with that. All right. So, shall we move on to something that's, uh, that's getting a lot of uh, attention? And that would be Ricky Gervais. Ricky, oh, that guy. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, he put out. Him since he did the Oscars or something like a, a year ago and he ripped everybody. Well, they have a brand new uh, Netflix special out with him. Oh. And uh, he went after everybody. And uh, everybody, uh, no one's seen Stand up comedy kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I'm, and uh, he's an actor. He wants to talk. Oh, he's, just, he's, been, a, he's been a stand-up forever. Well, I didn't and, know. Uh, I didn't follow him. He's talking about new women. The old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh, <laughs> Those fucking dinosaurs. Uh. No, I love the, the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? The, you know the new ones we've been seeing lately? The, the ones with beards and cocks. They're as good as... They're as good as gold. I love them. No, it's the old-fashioned. And now the old-fashioned, they go, oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> What about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you fucking bigot. <laughs> what if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? <laughs> you fucking turf whore. <laughs> so, of course... Everybody went insane. Sure that went over well with the Netflix employees, too. Well, they were told to shut the fuck up last week, so you don't hear shit coming out of them. It's true. All right. But let me see if I can get to this story here. I'm sure that uh, Twitter was ablaze with... Um, oh, my God. Was throw Ricky Gervais shit. Oh, it was horrible, Bob. You know, he had a show. I think it was about the afterlife. I forget what it was called. And I can't remember That's what it was. But he, in the show, he was always sitting on a bench, and he donated the bench. Well, once he did that, that came out, the 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 horribly pro-trans crowd went over there and destroyed that fucking bench. Was the show called Afterlife? Yeah, Afterlife. That's what it was called. 
So that's, uh, that's kind of bad, John. When you say, yeah, you had a show about the afterlife. I can't remember what it was called, and it's called the afterlife. afterlife. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that's the afterlife bench, and uh, they destroyed the poor fucking thing. They stole the plates off of it, and they're offset. It's sickening. The damaged parts of the bench were left strewn all over the park. Looks someone like it was made out of pallet wood. Yeah. It's sickening that someone would destroy this bench of hope. Someone will know who is responsible, and we will do everything to identify the offenders and have who have done this despicable act. I used to sit on that bench and fought. I used to throw popcorn to pigeons on there. They used to shit all over the park. And then we also have people that are not very, they don't like his, uh, they're not a fan. Of his they're comedy? not a fan of his uh, special. Ricky Gervais, Super Nature Review. Netflix special deals a cheap deals in cheap jokes and humiliating trans people. Well, then they shouldn't watch it. That's what I say. The fact that Ricky oh, Gervais. But that affects public opinion, right? I know. Fuck. The fact that Ricky Gervais is a popular stand-up comedian who still sells out tours and is employed to do expensive television specials will baffle some people. He is the closest thing we have, barring all yeast-based savory food spreads, to literal Marmite. Ever since he burst into the British comedy mainstream way back in 2001 when the first episode of The Office aired, he has polarized opinions. But if you extend riff on Eskimos in this, his new Netflix special, Supernature, is anything goes by, he is more than happy living at the polls. So basically he says, you know what? Everything is jokes. And if trans, if to accept trans people is to make jokes about them. But you can't joke about them. Well, they don't like jokes. So they shouldn't partake in any kind of media that involves jokes. Right. The problem with supernature is with much comedy these days, progressive or irrelevant, it is that it finds itself sucking into the self-death spiral of culture wars. He reveals in acknowledging that you can't say that anymore, element of taboo comedy. That was irony, he disclaims early on. There's going to be a bit of that throughout the show. <laughs> well, then anybody who doesn't like that should just go and watch some Hannah Gatsby. Yeah. And I suppose there is whether it's talking about sexual assault, pedophilia, disability, obesity, or whatever. We are intended to imbue the jokes with this irony as it is too frequent these days. The longest riff is reserved for the humiliation of trans people. Full disclosure, he reveals towards the end of the show. In real life, of course, I support trans rights. At this point, there are few straight cheers from the naive few in the audience. Does that uh, complete your Ricky Gervais? Yeah, my well, that was that was me being an uptight uh, no, you're good. reviewer. Because because uh, my next story goes right into that. Oh, hang on one goes, second before okay. you do that. That's what I was asking. All right, before you do that, so I got a chance to watch the Netflix special on George Carlin, the part one. I haven't seen part two yes, yet. I watched part one last night. Did you? It, what'd you think of it? I mean, to me, it was like going. I, I had eaten a bowl of ice cream right before I sat down to watch it, so I made it about an hour into it, and I conked out. It's not. It's not because it was boring. I just carved out, and I'm old. I hear you. All right. So to me, it was like Memory Lane because I grew up with those albums. I grew up listening to Class Clown. I, you know, I back I all of them on cassette. I could recite every routine he did. Yes. I mean, I listened to every one of his albums. I did the same thing with Cheech and Chong and Bill Cosby and Richard Pryor and Red Fox. I mean, I was into it. That's where my love of comedy started. That's where my love of dark humor started. I'll never forget my favorite Red, uh, Red Fox joke is, you know what the definition of 
indecent is? Bob? No. You know what definition of indecent? If yes, it's I in do, long, if it's in long and it's in hard and it's in deep, it's indecent. It's indecent. <laughs> that was Red Fox 1974, I think. You know, but, when uh, I was about eight, my dad told me something that I didn't get till I was probably about 16. He said, you know, Bob, there's two kind of people. Those that walk up to it and just put it in. And there's those of us who put it in and walk up to it. <laughs> I was like eight. I thought he was talking about like a carburetor or something. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. All right. So Terry says, I think he's talking to me. Well, if I love comedy, I should be funnier than funnier than I guess Eric, all the other Eric Zane. I don't know. But anyhow, uh, I think the problem is that com the, the pendulum swings one way and the pendulum swings back. And we've all been sick and tired of everybody telling us what's not funny and what's not what we're not allowed to laugh at. And we're done with it. And they can they can grab their pearls and they can, you know, have their pan panties all bunched up and everything. And I don't care anymore because jokes are jokes. And, you know, we don't mean any of it kind of sort of. And there's because there's always a little truth in every joke. State Farm scraps the gender identity project after like a creepy neighbor like a creepy neighbor campaign brings awareness now what they had done is they had donated something like two hundred thousand dollars to buy books that uh you probably don't want your kindergartners here it says uh yesterday we launched an our ad campaign calling out state farm for donating books aimed at kindergartners on the topics of transgenderism and being non-binary now they claim that they have ended their partnership with the Gender Cool Project. Uh, Consumers Research Executive Director Will Hild told Fox News Digital, calling the turn of events an indication of how much power consumers have. Now, that check was already written from what I heard. That, that check was already written, $200,000 to buy these dumbass books. So there's a lot of people, you know, doing the, doing the boycott, you know, so they're canceling their state farm and switching to whatever the fuck but well again i go back to the same thing as people they vote with their feet and they vote with their dollar and now that they have uh you know now that they see this is going on and they start canceling their their car insurance their homeowners insurance and stuff these people you know it's great to, to virtual signal to people until it starts the hurting the bottom line netflix after that whole thing with uh dave Chappelle, their profits started dropping and then finally they said you know what we don't give a shit what you like if you want you know what you come here to do a job and if you don't like the job that, that we're doing here then you there's there's the door you know we're, you're not chained to the desk you can go anywhere you want but we don't want to hear it we've made the decision on the content and we need to do what we hired you to do and if you don't like it we don't care we don't care oh i love that like a creepy neighbor john and bob are there and that's What's weird is that I'm not creepy. I just think my nine-year-old next-door neighbor is hot. That's all. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> a There's joke. a drop. Thank God for that. Thank God I didn't step on that one. There's a nice drop that I could go pull later. Of all the times that you have stepped on me, <laughs> you could have. Oh. I had State Farm home and auto when I lived in Florida, and then we had a hurricane. And after that, like a, a year later, uh, I didn't have any damage, so I didn't make any claims. But about a year later, they canceled all homeowners policies in the state of Florida. So I was like, well, fuck that. 
So I dropped my auto insurance too. Like I just went to a different company. Like I'm not, you can't do that. Well, oh, well, we're not making money there. Yeah, it was a joke. <laughs> so it was donut, 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 fat, fat, fat. Hey, more good news. <clears throat> Thank you. A runner who collapsed at the finish line after completing the Brooklyn half marathon died Saturday morning, according to police and fire department officials. The runner who has not been identified was pronounced dead at Coney Island hospital shortly after 9 40 AM. According to the police, police cited a possible cardiac arrest, but are currently investigating the situation. 16 people were taken to the hospital. According to the final count from the fire department, five people were reported to have serious injuries. Eight people had injuries that were not life-threatening, and four others had minor injuries, the department said. The half marathon uh, presented by New York Roadrunners uh, covers more than a 13 miles. Yeah, today's, race, today's race came on the first ha uh, hot day of the season in New York City. A heat advisory is in effect from noon until 8 p.m. on Saturday with heat index values of 95 to 100 degrees Fahrenheit expected. So they're blaming climate change for these runners dropping dead. All right. So here's the thing. It was the first hot summer day. And it was and not only was it 95 to 100 degrees, it was humid. I mean, you just walked outside yeah, and sweat started pouring Heat index of 95 to 100. So it was probably about 85. No, no. High I was here. humidity adds about, about 10 degrees. I was here. It was in the 90s. It was 95 here. So it's probably, it's wow. usually around the same thing as in New York City. It's, it's kind of the same area. And it was the first real hot day we had. And I'm telling you what, the, not, people aren't used to running in that kind of heat. It's the really the first race they had of the season. And people, you know what? I, I know you want to do your little marathons and stuff like that. But when it gets to be that hot, just do it another day for Christ's sake. I mean, look at all these people that move. Were, I got an idea. Yes. Move it to like a planet fitness and just run it out on a treadmill in the air conditioning. Why not? Why not? Why not do that? They have enough of them. They certainly do. I'll read on. The statement also addressed weather concerns. In coordination and consultation with the city agency partners and weather experts, NYRR was closely monitoring weather conditions leading up and to and during the race. Throughout the race, weather temperatures ranged from the low 60s and the high 70s. Bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. Well, There's it, no way. It was early in the morning, so. I'm telling you, it was hot. How about they were vaccinated? Let's just go with that. Maybe that sounds, they were. That Maybe they were more accurate. It was. I mean, the one was pronounced dead at nine forty in the morning, so they probably ran that at six or seven o'clock in the morning, right? So they were probably vaccinated. You know how many fucking football players have dropped dead on the field, and I don't mean NFL. I'm talking soccer, right? Okay, then. I hear you. Just saying. Just Alrighty. Saying. I think we need another quickie palate cleanser. Uh, do you know who Terrence K. Williams is? He's a black guy. Wasn't he uh, Lincoln? He was MAGA early on. Okay. He used to have a pretty good Facebook page, Facebook presence. He was always doing videos all the time, little short videos made you laugh a little bit. He's not hilarious, but I think he's taking a page out of the Jerry Banfield uh, handbook here. I went to the bank today and um, they didn't um, respect my new identity. You know, I'm a white man. I identify as a white man. You know, when I woke up this morning, I decided to change my identity 
and um, everybody else would get to. You know, it worked for every it worked for everybody else. And so I changed my identity this morning to a white man, 40-year-old white man uh, with good credit, with a credit score of 800, a partner at a law firm. I never... Meeting. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities, that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented uh, To answer uh, Adam, he uh, says, is that Dr. Hans Zarkov? No, I believe that's the guy who did the, the, did the intro to that album Maybe for I'm Def Leppard. And yeah, I know. Rothschild. Who determined that? Who decided that the World Economic Forum was going to build the future? Who Who's okay with this? There's more people in the world than there are people in this World Economic Forum. Why, why do they get a say? Why are they the ones that get to, to build the future? I don't think so. Fuck you guys. Yes. Klaus Schwab is a Rothschild. I wish I knew what kind of dirt they have on these people. But this is crazy. Just because you say you run shit, that means you run shit. I want to say I run shit now. You got to do what I say. Does that work? Can I do that? Can I pretend I'm a Rothschild? Is that, is that how we do this? Yeah, the only thing you run is your mouth, bitch. All right, so. I had uh, a medical emergency. You take care of that shit. So, now I already knew that they had a tour planned, okay? Aerosmith had a tour planned, and uh, not uh, their original drummer, Joey, can't remember his name, Kramer, whatever, Rick Kramer, I don't know his fucking name. Anyway, he bowed out of the tour because of the current climate that's going on in this country, so he wanted to be with his, like, family and stuff and not really do a tour i guess steven tyler kind of like kind of canceled everything he uh put himself into a rehab and uh this article came out today i heard this yesterday maybe this morning i forget uh aerosmith steven tyler 74 what by the way too old to tour knock it off nobody wants to hear about you having love in an elevator um how old's the who the who's touring this year who exactly Aerosmith Steven Tyler says that he spent seven million on cocaine in his lifetime. He could have given that money to to Ukraine, that asshole. In 1975, when the Aerosmith singer was 27, he shacked up with a 16-year-old groupie, Julia Holcomb, and convinced the girl's mother to sign over guardianship to him. What does that sound like to you? Like, if you did that shit now, guess what they're going to do to you? Well, did he marry her? I don't know. It goes on to say, quote, uh, he had mentioned that he wanted guardianship papers so I could travel across state lines when he was on tour. Holcomb wrote in a 2011 article, I guess, on LifeSiteNews.com. I had told him my mother would not sign me over to him. I asked him how he had got her to do it. He said, I told her I needed them for you to enroll in school. Yeesh. The teen became pregnant after Tyler threw her birth control off the balcony of the hotel room. So would that be Liv's mother? 
I I guess how this is. It's a 1975. No, Liv Tyler's maybe. Yeah, she was about about the time the videos were coming out with her, her and uh, Alicia in it. Uh, that was like 90, what, three, 94. So, yeah, that was about right. Hang on. Let me see if I can look up her age. Go ahead. Uh, she was yeah. born in 1977. There you go. The teen became pregnant after Tyler threw her birth control off the balcony of a hotel room. Uh, while he was traveling the country and playing concerts, the couple's apartment caught fire with Holcomb, then five months along, inside. Choking on smoke, she crawled to the door, which she wrote had three locks on it. Stephen insisted on keeping these locked at all times because he usually kept drugs in the house and he had uh, he had suffered a break in at a previous apartment. Um, you know what's weird? So I'm over here looking at Liv Tyler's Wikipedia and it says her parents are Steve Tyler, Babe Buell, and Todd Rundgren. How does that work? I'm not sure. Maybe this goes into it. Uh, unsure how she got out. Holcomb recalled Waking up in a hospital, doctors had told her the, the baby seemed fine, but Tyler told me that I needed to have an abortion because of the smoke damage to my lungs and the oxygen deprivation that I'd suffered. Uh, Holcomb said that she did not want to abort the pregnancy, uh, but I began to feel like life was caving in on me. I so had it's not no, her. So I had no health insurance or money. did not believe that Stephen intended to help provide for the baby in me. He had not been providing medical care for me up to that time. Uh, after the procedure, when the nurse would leave the room, Tyler was snorting cocaine on the table beside my bed. The two broke up in 1977, but it would be six more years before Tyler went to rehab for his addictions. The first of at least nine times that the vocalist had uh, tried to get clean. It was announced Tuesday that Tyler, 74, recently voluntarily checked himself into rehab once again. Okay, so let's get back to this thing with, the, with uh, Liv Tyler. So the reason she has two dads was Buell, her mother, had decided to keep her paternity a secret from Liv because Stevens reported drug addiction at the time. She said that she and Rundgren made a pact that he would be Liv's father, and if it ever became an issue, we'd tell her at 18. Yeah, so, says right here. says yeah. uh, Buell secretly had a daughter, the actress Liv Tyler, when the Aerosmith singer, but okay, so yeah, so it was with him kept the girl from him for years because of his addictions. Liv, who grew up thinking that Todd Rundgren was her dad, first met her father when she was nine or ten years old. Wow. But she went right to the Tyler name, didn't she? Mm, well, she kind of looks like him. So she, she got that big mouth of his. I guess. So what are we talking about here? So is it because he's canceled the tour because he's got a cocaine addiction? He spent $6 yeah, million well, dollars on cocaine? Yeah, he claims that in his lifetime, he has spent $6 million on cocaine. I don't know how you keep up with that. Like, do you do you have a little black book, you know, like a ledger? Well, I would think he probably is doing some estimating. He's like, you know, I I, I spent, I was I had a, I don't know, 2,000 a, a week habit. And I had it for 10 years or whatever. I'm sure there's a lot of estimating in math. In the chat here, uh, Terry Emo says that um, I heard it's bad. Centrum silver addiction he's fighting. Okay, because he's old. And then Adam adds to that and says, uh, that shit's no joke, Terry. I lost three grandparents to it. <laughs> so what you were going to? Okay. I'm just glad it wasn't song lyrics. So Liv Tyler's mom was a Playboy bunny? apparently that's what well that's i mean to be honest with you that, that is um pedophilia 
isn't it? When you have to have your mother sign uh, guardianship over to your boyfriend so you can take it across state lines, isn't that pedophilia? Kind of, sort of? Well, back then, no. Back then. And the, the good old days, John. <laughs> Just saying. So I've been through all my clips. I think we've been through the stories. Do we have anything else to do? Nope. All righty. I think we should end it. You know, my wife's over here just giving away all my. No, I had those cups custom made. Shh. Damn it. <laughs> Talk about it, the epitome of narcissism. He makes <laughs> stickers of his own show and it puts them all over his own cups. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What else are we going to talk about? Well, did we go through everything? What is this? Uh, the T's are furious. That oh, was with the uh, Gervais. Okay. Yeah, Ricky uh, Gervais. Yeah. I'm sure they're very, very upset that there was a school shooting to take the thunder away from their bitching and complaining about him making transgender jokes. I'm sure they really, <laughs> if you tried the narcissism meal. Uh, hey, that is pretty awesome. Don't even hate. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of in my Boomer Bob life. narcissist meal. A plain hamburger. When everybody yeah, else gets to um gets to have their meal, they, they got the the fucking WAP meal. Who's the chick that did WAP? Cardi B meal. Cardi B meal. All all these, you know, all these assholes get their own McDonald's meal. What is it? It's a quarter pounder that come with fries, orange drink, and a four-piece chicken McNugget. And you gotta take the nuggets and put it on top of the burger. Fuck you. I'm not, I'm not over here trying to be a chef. I still stand by the horrible narcissist meal, the, the, the flavorless narcissist meal. Is that what you're standing behind? I don't, I don't have the words up. <laughs> you want them? I'll give them to you. I got the words. I, I, mean, I wrote you, the fucking song. I mean, do you want me to put the, I got the music. If you want the music, I got the music right here. What do you think I just played? Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to you want me to put it I'm up there? So you can pull see? up the words that okay. I wrote to the song. Oh, you wrote them to the song. Okay. I have to find it first, you goofy fuck. Yeah, Duchess says the condomless meal. Not the narcissist. No, the narcissist meal is everything is custom made. Plain hamburgers, no salt french fries, half sweet, half unsweet tea with no lemon. <laughs> salt french fries you should be what a communist i don't i eat salt on my fries i just it, to make the meal narcissist it's all about you so you have everything every aspect of the fucking thing custom custom order i get the bit okay I get it In calle puto, cielo to pinche bolca. all right play your song fuck you in the mouth you want me to sing we're doing this live yeah do the backups with me as he, at the end of each verse i'll try <laughs> I can't sing with a fuck, so. I am a man who likes to podcast. I like to live stream all day. I bid farewell to rubberneckers. The show where John once quit and raged. Who the he? 
quitting rage. Four, six long weeks, Bob and John Daly. We live stream five days a week. On YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Rumble. All our friends can watch us now. All our friends can watch us now. It's fair the well to our old co-hosts. Never expect to host with you again. John is fat and Bob's a heavy smoker. Perhaps we'll die on a live stream. Perhaps we'll die on a live stream. You can hear Bob when John's not talking. About three minutes per episode. Monday mornings and Wednesday primetime. We'll even live stream from our grave. We'll even live stream from their grave. YouTube thinks this show is a danger. We got two strikes, can take no more. Truth is our one promise to you given. You'll see us on God's golden platform. To be on God's golden platform. We that was fun. <laughs> Down to five people. <laughs> oh well, not. you're a liar. Just, just kidding. That was good, hey, Bob. I tell you what, can take Eric Zane. They can take me. At least I made up my own fucking words. Day. Uh, there's one thing about you. You are very, very good. At doing song parodies. I have a, a new one that I, I've only written down the idea. Uh-huh. So, so uh, that one I'll I'll be working on. I, I wrote one the other day. You heard me do it, but I, I can't sing it, man. I tried to record this, and my roadcaster's recording everything in robot voice, and the roadcaster Pro does not have robot voice effect on it, so something's wrong. Right. That's terrible. Yeah. It, oh, I was pissed because I, I did like three takes, and two of them were pretty good and i it's it's a song i don't think i could do live can i do a one one chorus or maybe two choruses of i am a man by myself what is i am a get, man the one you just did i am a man oh, of constant sorrow in constant sorrow yeah i could do that go right for it way. yeah go for it go ahead now i i don't i didn't make up i didn't do what you did I'm a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble all my days. I bid farewell 
to old Kentucky, place where I was born and raised. Oh, six long years. What happened to my music? God damn it. Did you shut that off, Bob? <laughs> How could I do that? I'm in Alabama. <laughs> I think you shut my music off. I think fucking karma did it. Okay. <laughs> there we go. This one is like a bouncing ball nightmare, so I'll probably screw it up. <clears throat> Take the cigarette out of your mouth. Oh, shit. I pretend it's a penis. Hey there, Joe Biden. Things are looking pretty shitty. Been like this since the day of your inauguration in D.C. We got screwed. No one has gotten more votes than you. They say it's true. Hey there, Joe Biden. We're all worried about this shit. Everyone's been trying to tell you, but you cocksuckers just don't listen. Open your eyes. It looks like you want us all to die, a slow demise. Help me out here. Joe, Joe what are you doing to me? Everybody. Joe, Joe what are you doing? Money. Joe, I can't afford to eat. Oh, Joe, why are you doing this to me? Wrecking this country. Hey there, Joe Biden. Paying bills is getting hard, but just listen to me, Joe. At this rate, this country will be at war. It's understood. Killing each other just for food. It won't be good. Hey there, Joe Biden. All this inflation and Ukraine. The price of fuel is ridiculous. You want to take our cars away and make us walk. If we recounted the votes, you'd fall. Trump would fix it all. Chorus again, let's go. Joe, Joe what do what you do me? me? Joe, Joe, I wouldn't take your vaccine. Joe, Joe, why are you so mean? Oh, Joe, Joe. I wish that you would leave. 2024 seems pretty far. Don't want to lose my house and car. That's if we don't get nuked over Ukraine. Other countries now make fun of us and you just laugh along because you know no matter what, you're getting paid. Joe, one thing I promise you, this country's fucking sick of you. This country will never ever be the same. And you're to blame. Hey there, Joe Biden, go fuck yourself and don't you miss me. Two more years of this and we'll be dead. Worst president in history. Yes, it's true. This country is shit because of you. I think, I think you know what you can do. Hey there, Joe Biden, here's to you. One big fuck you. Chorus. Joe. Joe, you can do shit to me. Come on, everybody. Joe, Joe. you will not succeed. Joe, Joe, it's wrecking this country. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to sing this. Joe, Joe. this is our country. 
this is our country. Oh, oh, Joe has got to go. Oh, oh, no more fucking Joe. Fire him tomorrow. Fire him tomorrow. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I know I can't even get those notes that. Joe, what are you doing? I just can't do it. I'd have to yell so loud. It's, I'm yeah. just not gonna bother. So, so that's yeah. that one. And then I can't, I can't even back you up because as soon as I, I start to talk, you duck right under me. So I just do the, I come back and do the Joe. That's well. All. The other day when I was doing it and you were helping me out, you were doing the Joe like the high parts, and that helped me out. Joe, what are you doing to me? I couldn't remember the lyrics. I was a half beat behind. Yeah, I I to me, I I sound like I was on per I was perfect. Mean, but then everybody would have like read ahead and screwed it up. It's very hard to do it on Streamyard because there is a latency latency between yes. yeah. There's just like a, a half second, quarter second between the two of us. But anyhow, all righty then. Well, I think we've done our hour. <clears throat> yeah, we're almost there. Hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Joe, may you die tomorrow. Joe, may you die tomorrow. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> I had fun with that one. So. Well, I bet you all you Zaniacs are glad that Eric will be back on Tuesday. <laughs> hey, are we doing Tuesday. Monday or are we doing yeah, Monday for late? I thought we talked about that the other day because, you know, it's a holiday and you're like, oh, why not? And I'm like, well, I thought you might be doing shit. Maybe with I'm, your no, I'm not. But if you want to, I mean, if you want to do well, it, I'll yeah. be here. I scheduled the day off. So. All righty. So we can do the bunker in the morning. We'll do. Well, since Eric's not doing it, just want to do it. Nah, let's do it at 10 because everybody will be sleeping in anyhow. You mean everybody that? has a day off. All right. So if you want to come back, I promise we won't sing on Monday. <laughs> we might because I'm I'm going to write that other one. You are going to write the other one? All right. Probably. Yep. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be here Memorial Day, 10 o'clock. I do take requests. If you want to hear me do uh, another song, whatever, re rewrite it, fucking hit me up. Boomer Bob Show at Gmail or come to our Discord. DM me. We tried that everyday thing. That's a lot. See, they weren't listening to the last song, the um Constant Sorrow song, because I said four six long weeks, John and Bob Daly. We live streamed five days a week. Yeah, we did. We, we did, did five days a week. Yep. Don't, don't get me wrong. It was fun. fun show because he had a doctor's appointment or something, and I brought in Soft Weekly, which was yeah. I know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it was horrible. Ooh, wow. I felt like I was interviewing like a hobo or something. It was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he's a smart guy. He just drinks too much. Yeah. He has met, he didn't meet, has met a beer he doesn't like. Hey, you speaking of which, thank you. There you go. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back here Monday morning at 10 o'clock. Hey, you want to go tomorrow? Fuck, I'm, I'm off tomorrow morning. I'm just, we're going to do tomorrow morning too. I don't care what time well, if you're doing anything. I mean, I, I got things I need to be doing, but I got, I, I could bust out an hour tomorrow. I don't know what about, but all right, well, we'll do. Yeah. It's kind of, we'll figure out something. You want to do an hour tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to try to drop a link, link to the discord in the chat real quick. All I think right, if so you're on Twitch. That actually works. Doesn't it? You can like click on it because everywhere else it's not like clickable. Like if you drop a link in, you know, YouTube, you can't click on it. You have to copy and paste it and shit. That's I don't fun. have that problem. I don't have that problem, but whatever. I do. 
Okay. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just me. Just me, the moron. All right. We'll be back here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I'll put something up now. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See y'all. Thanks for hanging. <laughs>